0: Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking... All Things Tea, joined in studio by editor Sarah Price, as well as the lovely co-host Lisa Marshall.
1: Hello, everyone. It's nice to be here. Thank you.
0: We had fun last week talking about Padma Lakshmi's tea line, and it gave us a great bouncing off point for the next few shows that we're going to do, because she spent a lot of time talking about entertaining with tea. And so we thought we would take some time and talk about the history of that and in today's show that's what we're going to cover specifically the notion of tea time now, owning a tea company, I think it's like always tea time around here. But uh, there are some formal guides for how to do a proper tea time, and we're going to go over that. We're going to look at the different types, low tea, high tea, royal tea. I think you found something called cream, yeah, like tea, cream tea as well. hmm Later, we're going to talk about the history of proper English tea time. And finally, we're also going to talk about how you, if you're interested, might want to have a tea party of your own. But I think we really want to get started with the different types of tea time that are present. And Lisa, you did a lot of research on this. And so I think there's a startling difference between low tea and high tea that people might not be aware of.
1: Well... Yes. I mean, I wasn't aware of it myself when I started doing the research, but basically you have two main ones, low tea, high tea. And what determines a high tea or a low tea are the tables that the tea is served on. A high tea is something that is served on a high table, more like your basic table that you would eat a meal on. And your low tea would be served more on like a coffee table. It's interesting because I think most people consider a high tea to be the more elegant of the tea times. And in fact, it's exactly the opposite. A high tea is actually something that is served with a meal after 5 o'clock, maybe even more around 6 p.m., served with like meat and potatoes because basically it was started for laborers and workers. And they got home later than the higher class individuals. So that is what the high tea is basically about.
0: So it's really not a question of class. Class, but a question of table height. If right. you're going to eat a meal, you'd obviously have a lot more dishes, and you'd want to eat it at the dinner table. And if you were just sort of doing something snack-like, as it were, it would be on something lower, like a coffee table, like in your living room. <laughs> right. And so I didn't know that. So I guess then the the biggest thing is that high tea came with proper meals meat fish potatoes veggies etc
1: right exactly with a full meal yeah
0: and then a low tea is what we would normally think of as like little finger sandwiches or pastries or cookies
1: correct it would be mostly small sandwiches scones and maybe two or three sweets
0: now there were a couple of other types of tea time you mentioned something called cream tea
1: yes, and and it didn't really specify like when you would have a cream tea. It basically was more or less what was served, and primarily it was scones.
0: I suspect that it also came with Devonshire cream, which is probably why it was called cream tea,
1: yeah, and then the other thing that I found really interesting was a royalty. Have you ever heard of that? No, see, either had I. So I found this really interesting. Um, basically, a royalty is you'll have champagne before the tea or if you have something after the tea then you would have sherry and they're both called royal
0: teas. Now that sounds like something more like what I would participate in. I know
1: it sounds nice. Something with champagne
0: or sherry is definitely up my alley. Me too. Beyond one of the other tea types because I can't imagine me having a full meal and a cup of tea. I mean I've had it before but I would prefer to have something um, like a glass of wine or something with my meal so I find it interesting that there's the difference between the two. Well when we come back we're going to start talking about the history of these tea times. What are they come from where they get started and who's responsible for where these traditions come from we'll get into all of that along with how you can have your own tea time at home so stay with us we'll be right back here on steeping around
2: hi my name is roxanne and i am with the maya tea company Now, Manish and the guys know an awful lot about tea, and they have put together some incredible blends. But let's face it, sometimes they still need a woman's touch. I have a special gift for aesthetics, and I've put the finishing touches on most of the tea blends that we make in-house. But I've also created my own blends from scratch. One of my own tea blends has become the number one seller for the Maya Tea Company, the pomegranate mojito green tea pomegranate mojito mimics one of my favorite bar drinks with fresh green tea peppermint lime and pomegranate and don't worry if you're missing that extra kick this tea tastes incredible with an added ounce of tequila or rum don't be afraid to spice up your teas that's what i do You can find my pomegranate mojito tea, as well as recipes and mini tea cocktail ideas at www.mayatea.com. You can save 15% on any of your tea selection, particularly the pomegranate mojito. Our coupon code is STEEP. Cheers, or as we say here in the Southwest, salute.
0: We're back here at Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea joined in studio with co-host lisa marshall talking about tea time and the traditions around this venerable ceremony of drinking tea earlier we kind of talked about the different types of tea time that are out there and i wanted to get a little bit more into the history of low tea it was actually created by anna the duchess of bedford in the 19th century and i guess she used to get hungry in the afternoons in the old days exactly they used to have two meals One, maybe mid to late morning, and then an evening meal, which was probably 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, and somewhere in the middle.
1: Actually, I think it was actually even later than that.
0: Really? Yes. And so somewhere in the middle, she'd get hungry, and I don't blame her. I'm like a little hypoglycemic, so I know for a fact that I need to eat often and regularly. So I can't imagine going like 9 or 10 hours without eating anything in between, without kind of losing my mind. And so I guess she must have started sneaking some scones and tea, you know, wherever she was at to sort of cover it over the course of the day, a little snack, if you will. She started inviting friends and family over to sort of participate. And I guess they were hungry, too, because it took off like a rocket and everybody wanting to follow the trend of the royals.
1: Everybody wants to be like a, you know, member of royalty. So
0: I guess so. And so therefore it spreads. It's interesting to me when we talk about the history of this tea time, because it starts off very practically isn't it? This whole notion of English tea time really begins with somebody just wanting a snack.
1: Exactly. It was just born out of necessity.
0: And then the ceremony and sort of the development of it comes to pass and you get, you know, the the sandwiches and the various types. Now, you have sort of uncovered some fun facts about low tea or this type of tea time.
1: Obviously. They became much more elaborate as time went on. A Victorian tea party is something that, at this point, was very well planned out. I mean, decorated elaborately. And it became just a much more formal occasion than what it actually started off being, which was just to tie a person over between meals. So it's and, kind of interesting.
0: And so I guess that's where the whole notion of all of the lace and the tea cozies and all of the doilies and the towers with the food and so forth came about later as... As the ceremony begins to sort of take shape and its popularity takes shape.
1: Well, yes, and then it even got to the point where there were games that were introduced at the tea parties, and they did things like musical chairs, charades. They could do a scavenger hunt or lawn bowling or croquet. croquet.
0: Well, that sounds like an awful lot of fun, but uh, I also noted... In some of our research, it wasn't just for playing games, but sometimes for some serious conversation. The best fact that I thought was out there was that it was customary to actually ban the servants during the tea time so that they could have their private conversations and not be intruded upon. There was a quote by Henry Fielding that said that love and scandal are the best sweeteners of tea.
1: Isn't that great? I love that. I think that's a great fact.
0: I think it's interesting because oftentimes we've talked about how tea is a conduit to open people up to one another and in this case since they asked the servants to leave they were able to speak freely with one another and sort of open up about whatever challenges or concerns that they were having
1: gossip really gossip come on maybe not
0: you never know maybe it wasn't gossip maybe it was some real a little bit i
1: think a lot bit
0: although i I, the the real part of it is that i suspect the servants still to set everything up and break everything down and wash the dishes so
1: yeah but in between
0: it was all good yeah Well, when we come back, how about having a tea time at home? What are you going to need to have, and what does it entail? We'll get to it when we come back right here at Steeping Around.
3: Hello, everyone. This is Nick coming at you from the Maya Tea Company. Although most of my work is limited to assisting the company at the local Tucson Farmers Markets, the benefits in working in and around the MIT Company are many. When I first started to work here, it dawned on me that they had a huge supply of yerba mate, which just happens to be my favorite stimulating beverage. It felt as though I was right at home. When I used to do a lot of travel and keeping long hours playing in a band and going to college, yerba mate was my beverage of choice. I've been drinking Yerba Mate for years now, and I appreciate that it doesn't make me quite as jittery as coffee. It has a host of vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, amino acids, a the list goes on. Working for the Maya Tea Company in the Tucson Farmer's Markets requires that you are on your A-game at all times. And for me, Yerba Mate is the perfect beverage to assist with that. So the next time you're in the market for purchasing some of the finest Yerba Mate, visit us at mayatea.com, and don't forget to enter the coupon code STEEP to receive 15% off. Thank you so much.
0: Welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea in studio with co-host Lisa Marshall, talking about tea time. We talked a little bit about the history of tea time and the various types of tea times that are out there. But now we want to get into some nitty gritty about how to have a tea time of your own. Now, of course, probably the easiest way to have a tea time is to go to a tea room that has one.
1: Right, let them do all the work. Right,
0: right. And, of course, you won't be able to ban any of them because they'll be helping you out. But I know that they do an exceptionally good job. In fact, we did a show where we had a tea time. And I guess it would actually be high tea. In show number 61, we did high tea at the Chantilly Tea Room with former co-host Terry to celebrate her upcoming wedding. And we actually had tea and sat down and had sandwiches and salad. And that you can find on show 61. And in fact, you can find all of our shows from the past as well as some blogs and photos and even some videos at SteepingAround.com. And of course, if you're a fan of the show, you can also fan us on Facebook. But if you don't want to go to a formal place, well, we've got a few ideas for you.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you can host your own party for almost any occasion, if you think about it. There's a lot of very good reasons to have a tea at home. And I know that book clubs are becoming more and more popular. That's a great possibility. You can do it for a business meeting. You can do it for a sorority luncheons and, of course, some more traditional bridal showers.
0: Indeed. And that's kind of why we got into the show, because Padman Lakshmi just talked about having it as a way to have people over, but in a less formal setting where there wasn't a whole dinner and entertaining and wine, but being able to just catch up with people, in In an intimate way but in a less formal way with less work for both parties
1: and you know it's pretty funny because with the resurgence of interest in the royal couple um, when they were getting married and i worked at a bakery at the time i mean people were coming in constantly prior to that and asking for things so that they could have a tea in order to like be on their own and celebrate the wedding in their own way and i would imagine since she's getting ready to have a baby pretty quick here
0: there'll be another baby tea
1: there'll be another resurgence of tea parties Mm. to celebrate
0: well if you're interested in how to host your own victorian party we downloaded these instructions from e how so go ahead start taking notes here we go For a Victorian tea party that is authentic, you will need the following. A sterling silver tea service with creamer and sugar bowl, salt and pepper shakers, complete silverware set, serving platters, two candelabras, sugar tongs, serving pieces, pedestal cake plates, jam or jelly serving jar, and napkin rings. A complete English bone china dish set, a crystal punch bowl, Water pitcher, plates, bowls, a toll tray, an urn for tea, a table or tablecloth made of damask, I don't even know what that is, damask, lace, linen, or cotton, linen napkins, lace cover or doilies, if the tablecloth is printed, and several taper candles to match the decor. Make a list of all the ingredients that you need in order to make the dishes you have chosen, a list of all the condiments, what teas you need, and what flowers, if any, the name or names of the classical CDs you are going to get, what party favors you need for your guests. Okay. Whoa. Wow. I have some plates, and I think I've got the tea. Yeah, that's it. I don't even have a punch bowl, so I that's going to be a problem. I
1: think plates. Okay. <laughs> that's it.
0: So we're going to have to figure out something. Perhaps it's not quite so... Formal. Yes. And I think if you're going to have a tea party, we can sort of simplify it a little bit. Yeah, don't, I think, don't
1: be scared by that, I think that there's extensive lots, list there's I don't think so. You. I
0: think there's lots of ways to enjoy the tea party properly. First of all, I think the first consideration is where you're going to have it, your location. We're lucky enough to live in a part of the country where you can be outside like eight months out of the year, the four months being summertime when it's 108 degrees. But other than that, somebody's living room or yard where the conditions are pleasant is all that's really needed. I know in the old days, everybody used to send out invitations that were beautifully mailed and decorated. But now, how about just Evites? Those seem to be pretty popular and pretty easy in a couple clicks and you can get that done. The decorations are really at your disposal now. I suspect you can get the lace tablecloths and doilies and all that fancy stuff. But now I think the bets are off on how you want to decorate your tea party, don't you think?
1: Oh, yeah. And also, too, I mean... I'm a big one for themed parties. Okay. Because everything is built in if you have a theme. One that pops into my head, of course, is the Mad Hatters from Alice in Wonderland. A few years back, the movie came out, and it was a very common occurrence. And again, I was working at a bakery, and people were coming in all the time. And we would do little cookies for their tea parties, and we would write on there, eat me, just like in the movie. And believe it or not, this was just not for children. Um, the grown-ups were having these uh, Mad had her parties too so it was fun but you could build it around anything you want
0: i think i'm going to go with the man of steel i'm sorry was that too why
1: much why not no I, I that's mean, that's gonna be my I, theme I, there for you go party. i think it's totally appropriate yeah
0: well along those themes you're going to have to decide what types of loose leaf tea you want to serve after all the shows that we've done on how to use loose leaf tea at least use that for your tea party and kind of dress it up a little bit sure. so do you have some favorite types of tea that you would serve at a tea party
1: You know, I would probably serve a variety of different types of tea. My personal favorite, I like black teas. I just do.
0: If I was going to have a Man of Steel party, then it would definitely be black teas. There you go. It'll be the teas as strong as I can find them. There you go. But, you know, I do happen to say that I think the best way to have a tea party is to have a variety. Yes. Especially now with the selections that are available, is to go ahead and have some white teas, some herbal teas if people are sensitive to caffeine, some green teas and some black teas. I think that variety at this point, especially with the different ways you can make them, is at your disposal. Now, of course, you're going to have to have some food to eat, savory and sweet. Now, I've always preferred savory foods with almost any meal. I'm not a big, sweet guy.
1: Well, scones are good for that.
0: I think scones go yeah. savory really nicely.
1: Well, they, kind of, they can cover both, and, yes. and they're not really sweet, um, but yet at the same time, it kind of covers that if you don't want to have a lot of sweet, sweet stuff.
0: When we went to the high tea for Terry's wedding, I actually got, she called it a beer sandwich. And it was modeled after an afternoon beer and pretzel kind of a thing. And they made a sandwich out of it. So she put this cheese and these other sort of condiments along with like crunchy pretzels in between two pieces of bread. And it was actually really delicious. And I was actually afraid going into there because the place is really lacy. And it's full of floral patterns and very feminine. So the Chantilly tea room can be a little intimidating for some guys who are like wow this is very very victorian style
1: is that why they put that on their menu to kind of make you I guys don't feel know a little well I wasn't hearty.
0: I wasn't expecting it and so the owner Tamara Reed she goes you know what I have a sandwich for you and so she brought that out so i think that all bets are off in terms of any sandwich is fine as long as it fills you up and they did convenient. that for you
1: i mean for men I don't know in about, general
0: i don't know about that
1: i bet you cuz i mean for her to go I've got the sandwich for you. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I think it was cute, though. But the the timing was certainly right. So the food, you have quite a number of options. What about games? What games would you choose for today?
1: You know what? I have always found that when I've ever gathered with any of my girlfriends or so forth, there was never a need for games because You were having so
0: much fun. We
1: talk and we talk and we talk. And then we might go, oh, we were supposed to play a game. But we never get around to it, so... I don't know.
0: I don't know either. I'm not much of a game player, so I, I can't speak for what I would do. Plus, I'm very competitive, so it's probably not the ideal thing for me to have you know a tea what? time with games.
1: So am I. And it can sometimes bring out a side of me that's um, also not attractive. So I not, try to kind of keep Not the intention
0: that... for having tea time in the first place is to exactly. obliterate your friends exactly. in some competitive competition. Yeah. Right. Well, there's lots of gifts, too, that you can give out, and obviously you can give out a lot of tea things. The gifts, I guess, could be based on the theme, or you can also give out tea gifts like infusers and teapots and so forth. If you're interested in any of the teas that we have talked about or some of the infusers and you want to throw a tea party, of course, you can find them all at mayatea.com. That's www.mayatea.com. And, of course, you can find us on Facebook as well under the Maya Tea Company. And if you have any ideas for what you would throw into a tea party, what kind of games you would play and how you would have it and want to talk about your experience, send us an email to the show. We'd love to talk about it because we're going to be doing so for a few weeks. The email of the show is steep at That's S-T-E-E-P at com. Well, this was certainly a fun show. Thank you so much to both Sarah and Lisa for joining me today. And remember, until next time, if you're having tea time, that's a great way to be steeping around. Cheers.